You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Louis After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Louis After Show. Yes, 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 yes. Hello, everyone. Uh, greetings from uh, hot oh, we're Southern California. Are we just going to groove? Are we grooving? It gets you in that mood, you know? Shoulder roll. It gets you in that mood. That's right. I do miss that. I miss that they, I, I, I like that they just jump right in on the show now, but I do miss the intro and the, and the music and yeah. the sad pizza walk to uh, the comedy cellar. <laughs> uh, welcome, everyone. This is the uh, AfterBuzz TV uh, podcast for Louie. We are at season four, episodes three and four. I am lucky to be joined here in the studio by my co-hosts, Shannon Joy Rogers, Woo. Kylie Hodges, Hi. and Carrie Long. Hi. I am Mario Hernandez. And wow, what what a show. Dude, what, great. Uh, the first one, anyway. They're, they're both excellent, but yeah. the, I think I think the one that everyone, uh, all of America, all of the blogosphere is talking about is uh, episode three, So Did the Fat Lady. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we jump right in, I just want to say thanks again to our uh, founders, uh, Maria Menounos and Kevin, who have worked so hard to make our show and all of this basically happen. So if you can, check out their uh, excellent show on Oxygen, Being Maria Menounos, behind-the-scenes look at uh, at a... yeah, Hollywood out, uh, lady out, building her empire. Check out Chasing Marie Mininos Tuesdays at ten thirty at a new time. Ah, there okay. we are. Later, later on, later on tonight. Yeah, ten thirty. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, build yeah. the suspense. Yes, <laughs> that's right. We're the perfect intro. You know, the uh, show's being so similar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wow. So did the fat lady. All right. So let's let's be let's let's bring it front and center on this show. We are we are going to use the word fat, and I think that's kind of the whole point of the episode is this idea that we have uh, substituted fat for uh, some sort of. Uh, desirable unspoken thing and um you know if you watch the show you understand that uh that that was that that's the the crux of the entire show Mm -hmm. is this uh is this uh, wonderful young woman uh played by sarah baker who uh, you know i just Just nails it yes i mean jesus every word out of her mouth i was like i just wish i had that yeah, she had that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, she, uh, you know, she's, um, if you go and, and, you know, people didn't know her before yesterday. Uh, she had been you on a bunch well of You damn well know her now. You know her now. I, yeah. Do you guys remember from NBC's Go On? Yes. She was the, the cat was lady. Her. The whole episode was like, I know you, I know you, I know your mm-hmm. face. Right. And, and I was like, She's like lady. one of those people yes. that you're like, ah, and this is her moment now. Oh, people this are going to know moment. her. We deserves. will know her from here on yeah. out yes. for sure. Yeah. We, um. You know, she will uh, hopefully get an Emmy nomination for this because she was just really spectacular. Yeah. So she plays, yeah. she plays Vanessa, who's one of the waitresses at the Comedy Cellar. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you watch the um, season premiere, of course, last last week, you know that uh, Louis has been hitting on all that. That was the joke, right? Is that Louis, <laughs> rather pathetically, has been hitting on yes. all of the waitresses? Yes. And so uh, here, you know, the kind of the tables are turned, 
And, uh, you know, you would think, I guess the, the joke or the, the, you know, because when I saw the show, even before she opened her mouth, right? Cause she kind of looks at him longingly and you can tell that there's a thing there. So I kind of knew where, where this was going to go, that this was going to be kind of a role reversal thing. Mm-hmm. So she asked him out and actually, no, she's very, she, she jokes with him and does like a really great back and forth, uh, with him. And there's that writing that we were talking about that we think is so, is so great. And um, she asked him out, and uh, you know he says, "Well, I'm, you know, I'm tired." And so again, that kind of role reversal, <laughs> right? Where the where the girls traditionally, you know, turn down the guys and be mm-hmm. like, oh, "I can't, I'm, you know, tired or washing my hair or whatever." Uh, <laughs> wa- washing my hamster, hair. as my wife says, she's like, "I've used that one before." Is that code? I'm washing my hamster. <laughs> I know like code for something. <laughs> right? I know, right? You know what the, I, I said, Dang, "Honey, if that, that were hamster me, did not come from Petco." <laughs> <laughs> I it said, "If you tell me that, I'm going to jump right in. I'm, I'm like, I will come home <laughs> and wash it with you." <laughs> so uh, uh but she asks him out and he you know pulls this this kind of bs excuse and um yeah. uh what, what did you think like what, what were your thoughts in that first scene you know I, this is gonna sound super funny overall with the overall theme of like guys don't want to date fat girls i personally 95 percent of the people i've ever dated i've asked out and I'm usually the one who initiates everything, and I'm usually also the one that gets broken up with first. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I feel you on that. You're my identical twin. <laughs> I was away from that. I was literally going to say the same thing. I have asked out every boyfriend, and I've also never... I've never dumped anybody. I think one, really I was like, we were mutual, but I was a little more of the one that was like, hey, you know what I mean? So that might be an overarching theme for women across the globe, being turned down by men, not necessarily because they're fat, but right. within this episode, yes, that yes. is the context of everything. Yeah. But I just want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's that in general. I felt her on a different level of like, oh, yeah, another... Guys are fickle. Guys are idiots. Yeah. And... They are, and have you ever noticed, like, especially if you're you're funny or you just have a personality or you're aggressive, like you're just different. Guys, mm-hmm. they shy away. They need to go for the girl. It's like hee hee hee. Yeah. And no, hey, if you're a hee hee girl, good for you. Own it. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, the girl hee hee girls, you know who you are. You know you're out. Well, hee hee girls. And I've been explained to it by my male friends that sometimes it's like, and this is going to sound like total BS. Also, maybe they're like, oh well, what's wrong with her? She wants me. Like, why does she want to hang out with me? Like, this girl approached me. Like, wow, what? Right. Yeah. You know, like, and it's yeah, or they they throw out the I word. Well, you just intimidate men. I hate that, that word. Mm, That's like just, the worst mm, word see, on the it's planet. A dirty that, word. A lot of that is just uh, honestly. I mean, it's sounding like um, this is you know guys' projections. You know, this is this is their own their own messed yeah. up brain mm-hmm. soup, and then they you know so then it's like <laughs> you get something you know presented to you, and you know at the end of the day. It's just a date. And I think that that's mm-hmm. what people and in both directions, by the way, because we talk my, my wife and I often talked about like, you know, this idea of, you know, uh, kids being bullied and, and you know, you, you hear like Columbine and all these kids that it's just like that, that they had trouble, you know, kind of uh, socializing themselves. And mm-hmm. it's like we put so much pressure on this yeah. thing that you don't realize when you're young, you can date, you can go out. It doesn't it's it's not it's not. Who you permanent. are? It's not, it's not, it's not gonna change you. Yeah. You're not gonna it's, get married. Well, I mean, it may change you, but for the better. Hopefully. For the better or not. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's exp- just as useful. Take to go a out risk. With Experience yeah. life. That's why I don't mind asking guys out. Is because I like. I don't mind being vulnerable. If I'm gonna sit and wait for the perfect guy on Tinder to match me, oh, yeah. and then <laughs> we're gonna chat for a while, and then like just. One, I don't have Tinder. I just use that as a weird Uh, example. mm -hmm. But (laughs) then I would never, I would be bored. I would 
you know, like, why not go out there and get rejected a thousand times? I mean, now that I'm used to it. (laughs) This is really not about me. (laughs) This is not. Let's, uh. (laughs) Well, it's, 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 it's interesting for me because, um, you know, as, as I'm watching this, of course, um, you know, and everyone sees like a different, a different side of it. You know, nobody here is overweight. And, um, by, you know, thinking about, well, this is also a very white problem as well because we know communities of color <laughs> like their women heavier and they're fine with that it's and it's a completely different uh you know it's it's i work in a restaurant that has all 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 races and so it's it's very interesting to see uh who the guys you know because we're in the back or whatever it was like who we're saying oh did you see that you know t- table you know 12 it's like oh no 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 the one over at table 20 and so you get just this wide variety <laughs> so i i will say that um you know again within the universe of this show you know that it's a very it's 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 a specific thing, and bravo to Louis C.K. for bringing it up. Bravo to Sarah Baker for for playing the part so wonderfully, just so charmingly. Nailed. Killed that character, um, mm-hmm. and just there should be no character named Vanessa on TV ever again. Ever again, that's it. <laughs> retire like, the name. Retire Boom, like the numbers in baseball. Like, yeah. Jordan's jersey. It's the just hung Vanessa. up. I think it's really interesting too that a man has such a an interesting thing to say about fat women. Yeah. I mean, I think he hit it spot on, and I'm so happy that he brought up this commentary of how to talk to a fat girl. But, you know, it's just, it's ironic to me that it's a man that wrote this. And in the beginning, he's like, oh, yeah, let's hit the gym, you know, let's do a bang bang. And you know what I mean? Like, what a hypocrite. Well, let's talk about that for a second. We'll explain. So so, so the bang bang is uh, Louis and his brother, and they do this thing. Best idea ever. Which does sound wonderful. Uh, Actually, because they ate Indian food, and I watched this last night, uh, I had Indian food for lunch today. I was like, I'm going to a buffet and it was nine dollars somewhere in Beverly Wood. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna have all of what they're having. That looks great. So the bang bang, bang is back to back of meals, um, one right after the other, of varying epic meals, epic meals epic of different meals. Uh, types. So like they said, you know, sushi and uh, uh, pizza. Sushi, they said Mexican pizza. and Italian. Yeah. Uh, they ended up going with um, with Indian diner, diner, yeah. uh, which was a great little montage with the music and the close ups of the food. You know, I often watch these uh, these food porn. Uh, documentary. So whether it's like the food, the food channel, travel channel, mm-hmm. and uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi is one of my favorite documentaries. Mm-hmm. And I realized that this is kind of the anti. This is this. This would be actually. I guess this would be like the hardcore food porn, which is just like just really nasty and just like not <laughs> really sensual. It's the really smutty. Yeah. There's no label on the cover. Right. It's just like kind of VHS. Yeah. yeah you yeah. gotta have sunglasses on and a trench coat to watch it. Yeah. To to admit <laughs> that you that you enjoyed it. And so they they stuff their faces and then they go to the diner and 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 the waitress. You know, in this kind of small little, uh, you know, hey, are you a comedian? Oh, I love you. You know, you're great. And then it's like, what's going on here? Are we celebrating? And and you see the look on Louis's face. It's just like, oh, <laughs> no, it's, you know, nothing. And then the brother who's, you know, just kind of the, 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 the innocent rube of the yeah. show. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we're doing a bang bang. What's a bang bang? And then she expl- he explains. And the waitress just doesn't even know what to do with the information. She's like, okay, well. Mm-hmm. And walks away. And <laughs> it's that awkwardness of like you know two overweight guys and they're they're gorging. It's it's the awkwardness which you know full circle comes back later on. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's it's mm-hmm. and, and again awkward. And for and for them, you know, while at the same time, I think you know seeing uh, you know seeing two guys stuff their faces like oh okay you know those are, you know blue collar guys they're just normal guys, you know switch it around if we saw. You know, two, girls. two girls doing that, right, yeah. you know, we would be tis tisking and just kind of like looking like, mm, mm-hmm. you know. What also is funny is uh, when they're deciding to do the bang bang after they've decided to start working out. But what sparked that was them looking at the girls yes. walking by, Thin running women. by. Right. Thin, hot yeah. women. Thin, they're, right. they're just 
kept yes. calling in their minor to each other, you know. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've never hung out in the East Village and watched uh, the girls go by uh, when I lived <laughs> no. in New York. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, I was it's working, in fact. Look. I worked at a restaurant in the East Village where that's what we did. Um, but uh, it's, it's to, to see that like you said, come full circle to have it be, and so and so that's what we're talking about. You know, it's 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 not just um, the idea of you know women and 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 body shape and, and what that's become kind of shorthand in America for you know unhealthy or mm-hmm. you know because fat shaming is kind of the last socially acceptable form of of bigotry that, yeah. that we openly say and that we can do we can do it with our friends and 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 I don't know how uh, how raunchy you guys are in your personal lives or how close you are with your guy friends but guys are really really nasty yeah. about it and I, it's always the the nastier the guy is like more judgmental and it's yes. like whoa, 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 whoa. who yes. who the hell do you think right. you are and they're just yo well, did you see her like did you see your tits I had a guy one time to I'm a proud double A booby girl all right <laughs> itty bitty titties Work and it. that's okay own it no 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 no, no. Carrie, Carrie. all right we're gonna cut to commercial uh, we'll be right back okay, <laughs> okay. okay and we're back I have a big person Personality, I make up for it. Um, but it's like, <laughs> I had a guy come up to me one time, and he's like, "Hey, you'd be really hot if you had some big tits." And Hey-o. I was like, the inner me was like, Wah! you know. But then I was like, "Play it cool, play it cool, Carrie." But you know, and I was like, he was a, he was. Well, you'd be really hot if you were anybody but you. Thank, thank you. Yeah. I wish you'd been there, Mario. Um, yeah, you, you know, know they have a comeback like, that hits below. The I just waist, kicked him know? in the nuts. So yeah, I, I felt that I was appropriate. About the size of the. Yeah, okay. I got okay. a good feel with my knee. I'm kidding. I didn't. I didn't. I don't even remember. I did. It's probably too drunk to remember, but I do remember him saying, <laughs> "Well, you're the dude." He had bigger boobs than me, so I think that. <laughs> okay, well, that's the one. Score. That's go. tragic. Anyway, but the point being that, like, you know. Everyone's so quick to be judgmental, but let's just take a little look at ourselves. First. Yeah, everybody's yeah. got a flaw and a hang-up, which is probably why like more people like pick on other people because you got more problems with mm-hmm. yourself. So you start to do, <laughs> yep, right, finding flaws. Yeah. So we're talking about we're talking about uh, uh, male privilege, and again, I see this all the male time privilege. in the bar because they're just like you know they're guys that. It, and by the way, this is a socialization thing. I, I talk about this all the time. It's it's this idea that if you're a guy. Anything is possible. You know, you're told that. You're socialized that way from when you're a kid. And obviously there are exceptions. I'm generalizing. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's lots of guys that are, you know, their parents kick them while they're down or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. for the most part, society in general, right? You see that it doesn't matter. You know, you can be, you know, you can be huge. You can be little. You can be fat. You can be skinny. You can be, you can be whatever you want because you're a guy and that will inherently give you a natural edge in business, in society and, and blah, blah, blah. But um, so I, I see it all the time in the bar where there are, there are older, just not attractive, uh, 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 just really, you know, half, half intoxicated. I mean, just kind of like, you know, really sloppy. And they'll go for it because in their minds, they're like, I got this. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how far <laughs> gone they are. They know in their mind. They think they know. And of course, it's just you see you see the girls just kind of recoil the, the moment they approach, or they say, you know, can I buy you a drink? And it's just it's it, but it's it's this thing that guys have. So included in that, wrapped up in that, is this idea that we can sit there and go, mm, no, you know, oh, this girl is this, and just make a whole list of assumptions yeah. from mm-hmm. that. And so that's and that's what Louis is doing is he's taking himself to task for that, especially in the last scene where he's kind of doing this thing. Because remember, he wrote this, so it's him kind of almost. Uh, 
uh, not confessing, but kind of, you know, exposing himself Mm -hmm. as a charlatan, as a fraud, especially since he's been talking about the last, you know, four seasons about his body and his, you know, his his fat and his bald and he's just schlubby. And it's the perfect antidote to last week's episode of Model, which was, you know, we're sitting here going like, come on, what gorgeous... You know, model. Even if you are super, and funny. he wasn't even comfortable in that situation, right? Oh, he yeah. fell. He Good like point. at her feet, right. literally, and he didn't even have fun or was excited yeah. about it, right? You know, but then this is situ- a fun person. Here's a fun person who he probably would be more comfortable being vulnerable with, yeah. And he's not going to give her a chance because, in some illusion, delusional mind set, he's thinking. I could, you know, have like a model and like sleep with her and have fun with her. But then we just saw that, and he yeah. he was too insecure, or, uh, you know, uh, self critical. Wouldn't wouldn't open expose himself even for just one fun night. She was drunk and like didn't even know, didn't care. Was right. down, like you know. It's still he had his wall up. He uh, he even mentions yeah, he says that he's like you know when the, when they're having that wonderful walk uh, down on uh, uh, Grand uh, Street in Chinatown there uh, that he wants his girls to emulate her personality you know he's like this is I, I want my girls to be like you right. and be able to move to a new city and be able to be so hold their own you know it's it's the yeah. idea that you know that's but that's personality that's you know mm-hmm. that's intelligence wholly different situation from from looks but even though he is you know by his own admission he's nothing nothing to look at no yeah yeah and she calls him out she straight calls yes. him out that's the best part she's I, I can't remember the actual verbiage but something along the lines of like you know you're too afraid to even admit that like maybe if you date me then that means you're just like me as opposed to you know and mm-hmm. it's like she called him out on it. like yeah. this is your insecurity like a 40 year old divorced dad yeah. overweight yeah. right and, who are you like, to yeah. be picky yeah um yeah, yeah. You know the, uh, the the final scene, of course, which is which you know we talked about, and, and, and first of all, it's, it's a single shot, and they shot it after that two shot. days. It's pretty amazing stuff, right? Kudos to you, DP, yeah, because yeah. that was amazing. And we should say it's uh, Paul uh, Kester, Koster, Kostner. Ka- Kostner. I'm, I'm guessing K O E is K. Okay. Yeah. So Kessner, um, who is <laughs> so. uh, who is Louis mm-hmm. uh, DP all the time, uh, mm-hmm. does a lot of his comedy specials and stuff. So they they shot um, all of, uh, incredibly enough, all of that all of that episode was shot over two days. Wow. And so that final scene Amazing. was the culmination. And the reason basically they did it, they choreographed it that way, is because the light was going. So they didn't want to have to edit. So they were so they shot it a few times. Mm-hmm. The first time they nailed it, and once once uh, this is in her interviews, once they nailed it, she was able to toy around with it a bit much. And you see, she takes some really nice pauses. And looks but away man, and she just, just you know. in she just delivers that dialogue like nothing I've ever yeah. seen. The range, she hits everything. She do, she's so confident in it, and she's got a. I mean, I'm sure it's a little intimidating, no matter how good your comedy chops, your acting chops are, to be t- talking down to Louis right. one and being in a scene with him. It's all single shot, ten minute take, yeah. like. And everything has to be perfect. You got to put everything out of your mind and just kind of yeah. ground yourself and do it. And, and and that was just one of the most amazing scenes I've seen on TV in a long time. Yeah, it was Very pretty nice. um, pretty pretty spectacular stuff. Um, you know, they um, she leaves. They, they left an f bomb in there, which I thought was uh, which I thought was interesting. Somebody is stretching somewhere. Someone's at Some, somebody's, right somebody's doing uh, Pilates. Um, yeah, so they leave the F-bomb in that one and then they actually uh, bleeped out uh, an F-bomb in the oh, second yeah. one, which I thought was kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, he asked her, you know, have you ever dated a, a fat girl? And he's like, like oh yeah. Slept with, right? And he, he jumps in. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 I totally have. She's like, no, not sleeping with one. Yeah. Have you ever been in a relationship? Have you ever? Now, the 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 general consensus, again, in the blogosphere, is this um, is that everything in the episode rang true 
except for the end. I've, I've read a couple of, of articles that are saying that this idea that she, you know, that it kind of turns her into a little bit of a simpleton at the end where she just wants to hold someone's hand. This idea mm. that, Kylie, what, what do you I didn't like that either. Okay, why is that? Well, it kind of pigeonholed him. I mean, I felt like it was going nowhere. Like, I thought she was going to walk away from him multiple times throughout yes, that. Yes, And And then every time she turned around and she had something else to say. And, uh, you know, at that point, I was like, no, girl, just walk away. Because then it's like, if he holds your hand, is it like a pity thing? Or is he really just... Mm. Now he's decided he's into you. I feel like she would have had the upper hand if she walked away. Mm, Okay. I also think that he's just awkward enough that even if that were his wife when in their high time, he probably wouldn't have held her hand and walked (laughs) with her in the park. Just you know what I mean, like that. He's so uncomfortable in his own skin. Yeah, that just that romantic gesture in general, and for her to be able to like break down that barrier, that wall for him was Yeah. yeah, pretty interesting. Carrie, what did you think? Final scene. Oh, so I love the joke. I'm sorry. I know it's like, uh, Carrie, uh, the joke was very funny. And I feel like oh, I'm yeah. kind of on the other way. I feel like she's like, no, you're going to hold my hand and walk. Like, even if he didn't want to. But it's still like she's still got, like, the final word. Like, you're going to mm-hmm. hold my hand. We're going to walk. And if this is embarrassing to you, so what? You know, even if he did it out of pity, he still did it. So it's almost like she still proved her point, and it's almost like she had to physically guide him to understand that, you know what, hey, you're walking, we had a great time until this awkward, fat moment, you know, and he's like, no, 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 you know, and then they walk away, so it's like she, she, like, you know, force-fed him it, and was like, no, you're going to do this, you're gonna, I'm gonna read you the riot act, and then, uh, and then you're gonna have to, to prove it. Yeah. Put your words in action, so I can see the other side, though, totally, but, uh, I don't know. I, I I did read though, like in an article, I think it was Huffington Post. She's not coming back. I really thought this was going to be like a character that we'd oh, see no. again. But maybe that's just maybe that's just a, a smoke Maybe that maybe that could be. Yeah, I think. I uh, oh, she's certainly one of the more popular uh, characters. Well, she has probably sure. seven thousand offers <laughs> as, yeah, in the last twenty four hours. Yeah. So, be a little busy. You know, for sure, for sure. Her uh, price just went up, Louie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should have signed her. Yeah, you should have signed her up for a few episodes while you had the chance. I hope she comes back. Yeah, she. She was she was just really um, good. I, I yeah I see I see both sides as well. You know I see I, uh, the, the thing though, I, and this is always the case when you see a movie. It's like well why don't they just you know why don't the kids leave the haunted house because then the movie ends right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes. so you got to have this build up kind of to the last moment sure. where she where she reads in the riot act. But I I, I think yeah I think I would have liked that as well where she just kind of leaves him and he feels kind of stupid you know which he does anyway. Um, <laughs> or you know the, he gives it a go and and he learns a little bit about himself and and. Um, yeah, she's, you know, everything Everything leading up to that was this really confident. And I will say that that is, the, again, I go back to this idea of, you know, other other communities. She says at one point, um, you know, she's like, I don't get to have, you know, the guys chase after us. No, that's not the case. There is actually a group of guys. They're called chubby chasers. They're actually mm-hmm. men that are into that, that are into that sort of thing. So, so this idea that a beautiful, because she's very beautiful, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, a forceful kind of this really personable, um, you know, lawyer or lawyer in training or whatever she's going yeah. to at law school, um, that would not have a date or would not like, I get that she likes Louis specifically, but I, I, I don't know if a character like that would be going through life with so much of that going on. But I again, so. it's, ne- but it's necessary for the show. And so I buy it and, and I leave it at that. Um, but uh, you've never Vanessa, been a woman, huh, Mario? What's that? <laughs> you've never been a woman. Uh, well, there were a couple of uh, drag parties in college, but no, Just that's uh, yeah, huh. definitely, uh, definitely not. The struggle is real. I believe it. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> I have no doubt. I have no doubt. But I'm saying uh, there, 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 there's, there's some, there's someone for everyone. 
Yeah. Is, is what I was Aww. saying. Especially Aww. in New York. Uh, can I just mention, I did like uh, about their bang bang and their saying they're hitting the gym and eating kale. Yes. And I love how that's like the two things that are going to get them slim, in shape. They're going to get all these hot girls. Yes. They're going to eat kale and they're going to hit the gym. Right. Just bam. Little <laughs> Easy peasy. Little detail that I liked. Well, yeah. and, and, and again, it goes to that ancient uh, uh, difference between guys and girls, which is, you know, guys want to get laid and girls are looking for a meaningful relationship. And that's generalization, of course, because there's there's exceptions to that. But it's this idea that, yeah, they're not they're not getting in shape because they want to be healthy right. or because, you know, they're, they're worried that, you know, they could get diabetes or a heart attack or whatever. It's so that they can – somehow miraculously then possess the confidence to walk up to these girls that are walking around in New York who totally want you to walk up to them and start talking to them because they oh, don't get yeah. that enough. They don't get whistled yeah. at or, or cat called enough. So let's just, yeah, let's take that next step and just start talking to them on the street. That that will end really well. <laughs> um, but it's this idea that they do it for sex or for, you know, and meanwhile, uh, someone as self-possessed as Vanessa with, with that confidence and who's, you know, all, all, practically a fully formed person you know she's ready to go i mean this is this is this is guys this is this is a prime mm-hmm. pick this is a, this is a top a draft pick she's Absolutely. a catch she's yeah. um and and you know she is having trouble making uh those that connection because guys are seeing you know that first layer yeah that they're not holding themselves to now um is is this an example because this was my final thought uh that i had after we had uh, we discussed earlier um is is by poking fun at himself and and having this kind of be this obsession, is this a version of male fat shaming? Because they the camera stays on them when they decide to go do the bang bang, and then they kind of walk off, and it's these two kind of walls of flesh, you know, <laughs> under the t shirt. And Louis has no butt; he's got the droopy jeans, and it's just it's not it's you know. I, I thought it was funny because to me it's like you know you watch the girl walk by and it's like hey legs and rear end, and then and then but these guys are just like you know waddling off into the sunset to go destroy not one but two restaurants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one fell swoop. Yeah, yeah. It's, the camera just that. stayed on them, where it was just like, uh. so. I'm, but I'm just wondering: is that is that is that just as wrong uh, as 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 female fat shaming, or is that just a completely different thing? Hmm. I'm just saying. I, think, I about think about the men, shaming, ladies. It's not just about fat shaming. <laughs> it's fat shaming. Okay. But I think it. I've never been a man, but I feel like it has to be in a different context for men. Because yeah. because. While we like to believe women and men are equal, they're, we're really not equal, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I feel like, and this is just my opinion, obviously, uh, it kind of gives men, it kind of lets men know that it's okay, to, it, it's okay to do those things until you get to the the part where she's, you know, telling him her rant or whatever at the end and it's like, unless you have that pers- retrospective perspective of what was going on in the beginning of the episode because like I, I i i could see uh, guys watching the them being like oh yeah let's go out for a bang bang like i went to go eat indian food today right. you know what i mean and it wasn't <laughs> anything that like it wasn't anything that signaled into me that these two guys are overweight and they're you know look at them all like wh- what are they doing with their lives i thought it was funny and yeah. fun like i was like oh that looks like fun okay i'm gonna go do that <laughs> you know gary what do you think I don't I mean, I, I agree with what, what's been said, but it, it's just, I mean, at the end of the day, let's be honest, it's double standards. It's always yes. going to be double standards. Yeah. Yes. 
you know, it's it's the same reason when you pick up, you know, that's why there's so many fashion magazines and there's skinny, gorgeous women on the outside. And even if they're, this is what kills me. They'll be like, talks about her weight and how she's fine with being a plus size. Well, her so-called plus size is the average size. Yeah, yeah. like back off. And if you'll notice, the shots always tight. It's not a full body. They, the camera, it's you know, it still comes in tight, so it's still you know, you know, a shoulder, and you get that great collarbone makes everyone look skinny you know so it's still the idea of like yeah we're gonna have an article about this plus size actress uh but we're still gonna be selective yeah focus on her size you know right instead of her laundry list of other accomplishments and achievements that she's had in her life and her you know just putting a band-aid on it's like and that and that's what's great was about this i mean it's about if you're fat you're fat be fine with it you know what i mean and and if we could just uh Sounds a little cliche. If we could all just work on ourselves more, just get along, guys. Just get along. Well, and you know, hold hands more, maybe. And it's you know, it's 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 hard to be uh, to be cast because most you know, as we know, most most roles skew towards you know thin thin actresses. Mm-hmm. You know, you think you could you could be fat and a comedian. We got Rebel Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Melissa McCarthy. Um, you go down even through television. You know, your Nell Carter's, your Delta Burks. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to dramatic actresses. It's you know it's it's yeah, know, it's like Shelley Winters uh, um, who's who's another one that I thought of um, uh, Kathy Bates yep uh, and then it's a pretty short list and Elizabeth Taylor back but she didn't make movies towards the end but um, so it's it's uh, yeah towards the end towards, yeah. the, towards the end of her <laughs> life um, so so let's see let's hope that this kind of kicks the doors open for a lot of actresses and, and yeah it and definitely opened up a conversation yeah. I will say kudos to that episode because mm-hmm. it's definitely going to put a discussion into Areas of the world that probably don't bring these things up, you know, more mm-hmm. conservative conservative areas. Uh, the same with other shows on TV that, like, you know, Modern Family right. brings into, yeah. you know, gay couple, right. uh, the mixed race couple and stuff like that. It's just it's adding to the discussion um, across the world. You know, we live in L.A., which is just like a melting pot of culture. Not a lot of people mm-hmm. live our lives, obviously. <laughs> and so this is their outlet to, oh, there are these families of two gay men raising a little Asian girl. There are these guys that are dating uh, overweight women. What what have you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not all, you know, uh, like some CW show where everyone's just glamorous and fabulous yes. and hot yeah. <laughs> dating. Hot. Yeah, right, uh, absolutely. Um, and the same thing, like, you know, uh, was it Bridesmaids with, um, you know, everyone's like, oh, now it's okay. Like you said, if they're overweight, as long as they're funny, it's okay. And now because of this being such a fantastic, serious scene that maybe, like you mm-hmm. said, now yeah. they're going to be like, okay. That, oh, society liked it? Great. Let's do it again. You know, yeah. so Nobody wants to be the first to do it, you know, except Louie. But, I'll, you know, if it's a great idea, we'll be the second to do it. Yes. And, and uh, I, you know, and then I also thought of uh, 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 Lena Dunham on Girls, mm-hmm. um, yeah. who had the great episode a few seasons ago where she slept with Patrick Wilson. And everyone was apoplectic thinking, oh, there's so... no way a hot dude like that would ever hook up with a girl looking that's like that. That's not true. And it's like. Not true. That's, no. that's, that's nonsense. That is not so, true. Uh, kudos to, to, to Louis for finally uh, kind of acknowledging um, what, what a lot of us know is that, uh, you know. Fat is beautiful for sure, yeah, um, and a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so that was episode three. Uh, so did the fat lady. Uh, expect to hear more from Sarah Baker for sure. Yeah, um, just give, so. just hand her the Emmy now, please. Yeah. If there's any I, justice. I actually heard that she is going to be Spider Man three. That's coming out. Excellent, <laughs> good in the reboot. <laughs> yeah. Good. She is. She's going to be Spider Man, and I think she replaced uh, Ben Affleck as Batman as already. Well. Good. Just really just, as of just, about twenty minutes ago, oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just. Place everyone. Yeah, I saw it on a headline. Yeah, yeah. They, they snuck images of her in the bat suit. She looks good. Girl <laughs> looks, looks good. Looking great on 
this looks good. Twelve years. years of fat girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve years of fat girl. Already in the works. <laughs> in development. Uh, we should write that. Um, uh, yeah, that's not a bad. Got idea. it, guys. Came up with great ideas last week. We'll All right, we're gonna pitch yeah. that in the morning. <laughs> All right, so our episode number four is um, the Lady in the Elevator Part One. So I was I was telling everyone that um, this is uh, the first. Now I don't know if, if if just the titles, but I know Ellen Burstyn is going to be on six episodes. Um, that's of course uh, uh, Oscar winner Ellen Burstyn. Well, we'll get to that because it's the 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 sh- the show is once again split up into kind of two vignettes, mm-hmm. um, and the first one really interesting, I think, and not not incredibly. Uh, but just kind of once again, you know, Louis kind of doing the crossover between the legs where it's just like great music, great camera, great I love editing. the opening shot looks, you know, and we were talking about his influence with Woody Allen. And, yes. and it looks like so cinematic. And yeah. the lady who gets stuck in the elevator later throwing the – is she throwing a tomato or an apple <laughs> at yes. the cab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just everything about it, the gray building, the yellow cab, her purple. Yeah. Just I love how it looks aesthetically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Lily wakes up from from her nightmare, uh, which you know, as indicated by the mom, says you know, well, this happens all the time. So it's we we imagine, and, and you know, kids do this. Some adults as well get these kind of night terrors. And um, so she wakes up, and it's you know, it's just a dream. And she says, you know, she's like, okay, this is all my dream. This is, and then she realizes she's with her dad. She goes, oh, this is this is my this is a good dream. Uh, and again, because I know New York, I'm like, wait, did Louis move uptown? Because they're getting on the 103rd Street uh, six train. Uh, headed downtown so but anyway um, so they get on the train and uh, they review the rules which is a nice little kind of foreshadow for us so that we don't as the audience don't flip out when uh, when Jane um, steps off the train at the last moment and Louis flips out and it occurred to me as he was pounding I noticed this the second time as Louis is pounding on the on the, on the train that Louis in the box or the train is also kind of like the lady in the elevator and this idea ah. that like you're trapped and but with with opposite I, I think with with an opposite implication that is that that you know you're in the box the outside world is going to do some sort of damage that something is going to happen in the outside world mm-hmm. whereas the lady in the elevator I imagine was like oh no I need my medicine I'm I'm going to die here I'm going to what um, so but uh, she says this is all my dream this is a good dream and then when uh, they have this great montage with like the, with the, with the, like the music and the movie the pulsing yeah, music and, the, music. and you got to get up in the platform and, and he's over trying and to uh, I mean he's obviously anxious and crazy yeah. and he's trying to calm down his calm down I say yes, quotes, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> his older daughter and he's like okay this is what we're gonna do we're gonna you know yeah. and he has like eight steps that they have to take to go back one stop I'm yes. like Jesus Christ yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and it's ne- and it's never you know the, the train never comes and you're like yeah. and so then there's that it's kind of lifetime. mental calculation you're like well if I just get out and run the eight blocks down to, you know right. maybe I'll just do that but then you're like oh the train luckily now they've started to install and they showed it a shot of that where it's like it tells you how many more minutes until the next train comes so mm-hmm. um, and then he gets back and then he he really kind of chastise, chastises her and really is just like, this is bad. And he, and it's so funny because there's this moment where as a parent, you just want the reaction where it's like, I want you to be as upset as I am. And mm-hmm. the kid's just like, no, I got it. It's like, no, you don't got it. Like, you need to cry. He even says, you need to cry. You should cry about this. This is very bad. And so she's a little kind of just stunned. But even when she get, when they get to her mother's, it seems like, you know, she's like playing with the teddy bear. Yeah. So it seems like she's still a little oblivious as to how uh, serious this could have been. Yeah. I, I, um, <laughs> This is a funny story that I have about uh-huh. myself. Uh, her testing what he gave her permission to do. Mm-hmm. Technically, it's supposed to be if it happens as an accident. But she's like, I'm going to, in her head, she was going to push this limit and test and see X, Y, Z. Uh, when I was young, you know, my parents always like, uh, you know, don't get in this cars with strangers. Sure. 
uh, oh, candy, what ha- don't accept yeah, candy. What yeah. have you? Um, and I remember watching a like nine one one video, like one of those like after school special types mm. thing. I couldn't have been more than six, and I called nine one one. To let them know that I, I finished the video. Hey, man, I just saw your commercial. <laughs> Watched it. <laughs> Keep up the good work. And uh, I guess they called my parents back, and I got into a lot of trouble. But I still to this day can kind of remember, like, being in that headspace of, like, but I'm, I'm, I did what was right. Like, I, that's what I'm supposed to, like, you know, like, I understand the rules now. Like, thank you. Yeah. Like, you know, instead of it being a problem. Right. Um, so I kind of see where that comes from. Yeah. I was very creeped out by the little girl's performance. I felt like it was like in a horror movie where like yeah. the child is possessed. Red and she's like, yeah, and she's right? like, "Daddy, I'm dreaming." And it's like, "No, you're not." And he's you're just in a shaking her. Subway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally trying to wake her up. And There's a really great. Uh, uh, viral video where they've recut Frozen as a horror film. If you haven't seen <laughs> no, it, check it out. It's it. pretty cool. I gotta watch it. So it's, yeah, it's that kind of thing where it's like you just change, maybe do like a little, you know, toy piano like music <laughs> and just have, you know, the slow motion slow kind of down. coming up on her. Then you could turn it into that. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I'm, you know, I'm old enough to have remembered when uh, you could leave, like when I, when I was a kid, when I was like four or five, my parents used to go to the mall, drop me off at the bookstore where I would hang out reading the children's books while they would go shopping and then come back two hours. You know, they tell the clerks like, hey, we're going to leave our kid here uh, and then come back. And then I'll never forget when I was like eight or uh, seven or eight years old. Um, there was there was an incident that was then made into a TV movie that was a really big deal. I forget if it was Daniel or Adam, but it was, it was the name of it. And it was basically that like a boy had been kidnapped and then they found him like decapitated, oh, you know, no. like three weeks later. And so it was like after that, then there was the like, don't leave your children, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just it's, – it's a different thing. Uh, and then especially you guys mentioned – and I was always amazed because I didn't grow up in New York. I lived there much much older. But this idea that like, oh, right, yeah, if you live in the city, you go on the train and by yourself. The kids go on there is like four or five years, you know, maybe they not that young. School. They go to school. They go to school yeah. in different boroughs. They're on they're on the train for, you know, 45 minutes Even middle school, hour. I feel like, is kind of young, you know? Yeah. Like, it is because, yeah, just sheer physical force. Like, even if the kid's smart and savvy, like, someone could still... Yeah, you're still a little you, kid. You just hate to think, but still, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you're a little tiny thing, yeah. so... That's really you guys took the train in. I did not. Oh. No, I just, no, we were just my, saying my, it. In, I grew up in the Midwest in where there were no subways. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I like, took that a does happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you walk to school, but like my mind was blown when I had this <laughs> realization. Like, oh yeah, people in New York have kids and they have to live their normal they lives too. There. Right. Yeah. 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 And these kids are all running around all over town and they're you know after school and stuff. Yeah. So it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty remarkable uh, thing that that more of that stuff kind of doesn't, you know, that more of that bad stuff doesn't happen. Oh. But it could happen, and I think that that's what fueled, obviously, the fears that, you know, I mean, even, you know, someone gets, you know, the kid, you know, uh, uh, Jane could just get pushed, you know, onto the path of an oncoming yeah. train with just a little shove. So it's, your mind just really, and it's so funny, because actually last night, um, we had, uh, I had a babysitter with my with my infant for the first time, our first non-family <gasps> babysitter. Oh, it's a big moment. Did Because my, my, my wife is out of town, and I had to go to work, but we got a babysitter. I cried <laughs> so much in my car what I love. But but here's the thing. The reason why I bring it up. The reason the reason why I bring it up. The reason why I bring it up. Tell us about it. He's blushing. I, I, cry, I love it. You I look cry. amazing in red. There you go. I, there I am. Um uh the thing is your mind goes to crazy town. Your oh, yeah. mind goes to you a think million the crazy worst yeah. ever. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you, you have to stop yourself and kind of just be like don't go there and just hope that you know that you've put all the safeguards in place. Mm-hmm. Um so I you know and that's why even when he comes back to his wife's place and he says like this happened. You know, she you know almost 
you know, that almost blindsides her because I imagine, you know, with Louis, like it happens, it unfolds, you're upset. By now it's been half an hour since it happened. You've had it. But now to be blindsided, to be like, hey, here's our child. This might not have happened. We might not even have a child right now. It's right. just, it's just, she's just like, what? And that's just, and you see her, she's so upset that they don't even have any type of interaction. They go out into the hallway. He's just kind of, and you can see on his face where he's just like, he might be like, well, you know, she's fine now kind of thing. Cause he's calmed down. Yeah. He's kind of exercised his. But now tension. those thoughts are going through her, her mind head. Yeah, and everything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I babysit a lot and all of my kids I've had. You know, I've had some of them for like a decade, yeah. and I can't. I I feel like they're my kids or my little brothers or what have you. You know, and and I would probably do the same thing or beat yeah. the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> Sorry, I beat your like child that. up today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is what happened, though. Let me tell you, <laughs> they, they okay. tried to get away, so I, I assaulted the child. Yes, yeah. I think yeah. it's interesting that the the mother was able to shake her out of it. Yeah, and I wonder why that was. he really shook her in the subway. And she was still like, no, I'm dreaming. It's cool. Yeah, but as then soon when as the mom, because everybody, like, even the hair on my arm stood up when the mom started yelling. Yeah. I got in her face. Ooh, as soon trouble? as she said her name, yeah. she took off. Yeah. She, she, like, she oh, knew. Oh. Every kid <laughs> knows how that feels. Your ears perk up and you're like, oh, shit. Right, because there's that I'm one parent that you're like, oh, you're no, please. Yeah. Yeah. No, when, yeah. she says my, when she says my name. Oh, it's done. Yeah. Done. Or you hear the even, footsteps coming for you, yeah. and you're like, wait, Boom. oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah. The, oh, the, the yeah. roadrunner uh, cloud of dust. Yeah. She still had her backpack on. She was yeah. like, <laughs> see ya. So, uh, so we'll see. We'll see what that what that episode actually means. Uh, this is all my dream, she says. You know, th- there's this idea, if you watch Mad Men, that, that this might be some sort of, that this might be Sally Draper's kind of show. So who knows? Maybe this, you know, maybe the entire series of Louie is, is uh, Jane's recollections years later. Or it's a dog's cool, dream, like, like on Lost. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, it's pleasant. So then we go into our second half, which is which is the, why the the episode is titled "The Lady in the Elevator." And we see yeah, we see Ellen Burstyn uh, crossing the street. She throws a tomato at that, which is funny because <laughs> those are expensive in New York. So uh, uh, so she throws a tomato at a cab that kind of uh, you know rides a little too close to her as she's crossing the street. Uh, this is eighty uh, one year old uh, Academy Award winning uh, Tony winning uh, actress Ellen Burstyn from The Exorcist. Uh, Alice doesn't live here anymore. She won the Oscar for that. Directed by Martin Scorsese, yeah. uh, the Last Picture Show, and then the one that actually probably most younger people know is Requiem for a Dream, uh, where she goes uh, a little little crazy for the diet pills. Um, uh, she's the uh, former president of the Actors Studio and just uh, just an acting legend. So, um, and and it was interesting once I found out like okay, this is a larger story arc. I said okay, good because I felt like she was a little she was a little yeah. small role for uh-huh. her, but she's she'll be back. Nice. Um, so she uh, she's stuck in an elevator, which is once again. Kind Kind of you know this standard New York uh, 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 disaster or drama, and um, he uh, Louis happens to be walking by in the super. There was a funny little Clark Middleton is his name, the actor that played the super, <laughs> That's so ridiculous. yelling at her even though she's right in front. I'm of not her. shouting. I'm talking. What do you say? Uh, I'm talking talk loud enough so you can hear me. Yeah. <laughs> Taking, assuming no responsibility None. whatsoever. Actually, right, right. And, and and you know Louis goes and gets her medicine and comes back. He's like, oh, you're back. Walks off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he does. She asks. Yeah, she first asks him to go up to uh, to her place to get uh, her medicine. Uh, he goes in there, doesn't notice that there's a young woman uh, asleep on the couch in in her nighty, oh, and mm-hmm. uh, then he notices on the way out, and then kind of like, you know. Um, uh, which is funny because I thought the first time I saw it, I thought maybe that she would wake up and then see him there. Yeah. But so, but like he walks away, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe that's just. And then 
you know, she says, oh, that's my niece. Can you can you get her? It's like, well, she's sleeping. She's like, well, wake her for Christ's sake. Okay. <laughs> so then he goes back and the Just actress. super awkward. Yeah, of course. Can't yeah. touch her. Right. Love it. Hello. Everything's so oh. weird. Right. I love how he yeah. threw the blanket on her so he didn't have to make skin contact. Right, right. <laughs> he yeah. didn't know her. He didn't know what she had. Clearly, that's, yeah, sanitation <laughs> purposes. That's right. Lori's like, oh, you're naked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 I love when she wakes up not speaking. I did not expect that. That was actually a moment where I was like, Oh no, he cannot explain himself uh, on top of him being already socially awkward. <laughs> you know, uh, what was she speaking actually? Uh, she's Russian? a Hungarian actress. Okay. Ah. Esther Ballant uh, is her name. She was in um, uh, Stranger Than Paradise by uh, Jim Jarmusch. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming Hungarian. Um, yeah. Probably. The music kind of made me think it was like Eastern European or something. Yeah, there's a little mm-hmm. kind of. I would have loved to know what she was saying. Anybody out there speak Hungarian? Yeah, if we could get our, any of our Let listeners from Hungary. Uh, Post it on sure their uh, IMDb page. Yeah, if we could. Uh, <laughs> wait, don't we? Uh, isn't there like a Google app? Can't you like oh, look yeah. it up to the uh, can you translate? Is there an app you can Shazam someone talking and it'll translate it for you? Because I think I, I think, just write that down. An app. There's another I think nobody take my idea. Yes, that's <laughs> I think you can do it by right Google Voice. Uh, and Kylie should be able to hear it. There's a Google Translate. If it's not. You're going to need someone who speaks Hungarian because that language. I'm a quarter Hungarian and just seeing it written gives me headaches. Oh, really? It's got H's <laughs> next to G's yeah, next to Z's and Yeah, it's all consonants just jammed X's. together. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. sounds mellow. Let's do it. Right. We'll learn right after this. <laughs> it's so, a romantic language, right? It looks I how so. I type when I'm drinking. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drunk text. Yeah. <laughs> what texts she look like before autocorrect. <laughs> yeah. No, she's just a few beers deep. Put it in the app. Yeah. <laughs> love it. She's three beers in. <laughs> um, yeah, so she... Uh, uh, but then in the... In the in the finale, she comes and kind of, you know, obviously by then she's spoken to her aunt who explained who this guy was mm-hmm. and what happened. And she brings him this lovely little apple How uh, cute pie. Is that scene? Yes. And then we end actually with a little bit of stand up by Louis where he talks about what does it mean to fall in love? What is it? What exactly does that mean? So and it's funny because when when I first thought, I thought, what if Ellen Burstyn? Louis soulmate. <laughs> what if that is what we? Because we're already starting yes. to see these kind of non-traditional relationships. So right. I thought maybe, um, but it occurs to me that it's probably going to be the the, the niece. Right? And be she the did love make interest. him a pie. She made him a pie. Which I wanted, made him a pie. When he ran shaking. out of her or was chased out of yes. her apartment, he still had the aunt's keys in her. Yeah, he drove me nuts. <laughs> oh, did he? He yeah. took it with yes. him? Yes. He, oh, had the key. he never returned that. the key. And I loved, I loved the music and I loved the incorporation of the uh, fire truck yes. sound in the background. Yes. It just all, it all was very like... Chaotic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like that he out. locked the Ken door, too. Because she didn't chase thing. after him, but <laughs> yeah. he, he treated it like woman. she had a knife and was about to stab She had a candy him. dish lid. Oh, is that what that, that was? was? like <laughs> something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's always yeah. like every grandma I, I've ever yeah. encountered always had, like, on the coffee table. There's either candy in it that's old and dusty or it's just sitting there. Like, look at my pretty dish. <laughs> but now we know why. <laughs> my pretty dish of butterscotch and peppermint. <laughs> Don't uh, mind the dust. The, the, I actually think the candy dish uh, cover is the... Uh, the standard uh, sidearm for the Hungarian army. I think it, when you show it up, it is. It is. Right, they give That's it to you, and then fun fact. Right. Fun yeah. <laughs> you have one. They hand you a hand. candy dish, and right oh. off to war you go. Boom. It's a very unassuming <laughs> weapon. Jam it into people's uh, faces. So, uh, so we'll see where this where this episode goes. Very uh, enigmatic and very um, uh, just. Uh, but, but again, a lot of energy. A lot of a lot of a lot of the um, hallmarks of this show. You yes. know, the the music and the chaotic and the camera work, the erratic camera work. And then, it's so well done. Yeah. Man, this season is really kicking off a yeah. good season. You can I tell mean. it's just amping up for something. Yeah. Just moving like a tornado. 
mm-hmm. all over. We don't know exactly where it's headed, but it's headed somewhere. Well, let's do some predictions. What do we, what do we think? What is it? Uh, well, Ooh. Ooh. Flashy, flashy Club after buzz. <laughs> I don't know. Can anybody see this? Uh, you guys see the flashing lights? Oh, we're not supposed to dance. Or, oh, I, we was, can dance. I was about to dance. We're supposed I to stay in frame. Down. Just stay in frame. But yeah, you can chair dance. Um, anyone want to start with uh, some predictions? Ah oh, man, I mean, my hope and wish is that Sarah Baker comes back. Yes, <laughs> that she is <laughs> is not done, or gets her own show, or gets uh, you know yeah. something, something. Um. As far as the elevator mm-hmm. six part series, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I do see a love connection between the niece and okay. him, and yeah. uh, it would be a hilarious scene if the the aunt has to go on a date with them to be the translator in between. I just see everything <laughs> being that's great. It'd be that great. Would be great. Like that whole dynamic would be fantastic. Okay. You know? Kylie, what do you think? What's 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 what does the future hold for Louis? Uh, Louis is going to eat kale and then go to the gym. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's, that is uh, us. That's I'm, what I predict. Big yeah, Louis. And he's going to stay the same size. <laughs> <laughs> he will do that once and then go back to his old ways. Yes. Uh, Carrie, what do you think? Oh gosh, I hope the super comes back. Kind of fell in love with him for a moment. Yes. Uh, yeah. Everybody that works in that him. building is just fabulous. They're all named Tony, I think. And then <laughs> so, and they're not shouting. Not um, shouting. It's a New York thing. They're never yeah. shouting. I, I don't. I kind of. I like the the niece, and I like that kind of storyline going. But I. I don't. I think next week it's going to be something else. She'll be there maybe in passing. Maybe it'll be another love interest, and it'll cause conflict for Louis. You know, I don't know. I think, um, uh, you know, uh, Lily says it's she can't help it or it's not her fault, right, when she's talking about uh, her sister. So maybe there's there's some allusion to some sort of, like, uh, autism or some other hmm. – uh, who knows? Hmm. So I think I think there's something, there's something more to Jane's uh, spaciness rather than just – or who knows? Maybe it's just, it's you know, one of those things you do as a kid and be like, you know, you tell them years later. Be like, you know, you jumped off a train once and that was <laughs> not <laughs> good. That was really stupid. Don't yeah. ever do that again. Um, great. Well, we were looking forward to seeing uh, what else this season holds in store. Uh, Shannon, any uh, any plugs or Twitter handles for people to find you? Uh, my Twitter is Shannon J Rogers, and my Instagram is Shannon Joy Rogers. My name is just one letter too long for it to be Shannon Joy Rogers as Twitter. <laughs> All right, check me out. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Kylie Hodges. All right, Carrie, okay. and you can find me at Comedia Carrie on Twitter. That's Comedia C O M E D I A C A R R I E Comedia Carrie. And I am Cinemario on Twitter, C-I-N-E-M-A-R-I-O. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, be sure to tell everyone, uh, if you're downloading this on iTunes, make sure you rate us and uh, comment us. Tell a friend. Uh, you know, just tell all your friends about it and get people everyone. to watch this show. Because it is, frankly, it is the best show it's, on television. Yeah, definitely. This season, yeah. wow. Yeah. It yeah. is Worth the really, wait. Worth yeah. the wait so far. So we'll be back next week uh, with two more episodes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you then. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. Thank you. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 